and welcome to the Hand in Hand show where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hand in Hand show, a part of Stroke Focus. Today, we're talking with Scott Kim. And Scott is the CEO of Neofect USA and one of the founders of its parent company, Neofect. The medtech company creates gamified rehabilitation solutions for patients recovering from or living with stroke, dementia, or musculoskeletal and neurological conditions. And Scott has worn several different hats before joining Neofect, including as a management consultant and a product manager in the software industry. Scott was born with spinal bifida and has undergone surgery and understands the long process of rehabilitation. Spina bifida is a birth defect that occurs when the spine and spinal cord don't form properly. It falls under the broader category of neural tube defects. His prior experience in the gaming software industry has also contributed to his ability to create games and software. Neofect was founded in June 2010 by Huyang Ban and Scott Kim, who were two students from the University of Virginia's Darden Graduate School of Business and Young Choi, an MS and PhD of the University of Southern California, who majored in stroke rehabilitation algorithm and robotics. So hello, Scott, and welcome to the Hand in Hand show. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So on the spina bifida, can you tell us a little bit about that? So it's it's a birth defect. I was more for the uh, mild case. I think I got a surgery like when I was five and and then, like, after the surgery, like, there's, like, quite a big process, including the uh, rehabilitation. So, like, studying with, like, sitting up and, you know, getting back to bed and sitting up. And lots of walking and all those, like, basic rehabilitation. And which actually were naturally followed with limitations, like, you know, for day-to-day school activities, like until until probably I was like 13. And so I spent a little bit of like different childhood from my friends growing up. Then part of the challenge then was that, or you couldn't participate in things like your friends did. I was actually born and raised in South Korea, 80s. Yeah, I, I didn't you know, play soccer until like probably I was eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. which yeah, which got me like completely different like school life from say like my my brothers like who's one year younger. It sounds like even though you couldn't do some of the things that other kids did as you were younger, it still sounds like you overcame some of these challenges because you grew up to do this wonderful thing with gaming. Tell us a little bit about Neofact. Yeah, we are specialized in making software and hardware, like mainly for stroke survivors rehabilitation process. And our flagship device is called Smart Glove, Neofact Smart Glove. And what that does is basically keeps track of like all the range of motion of yours. So 
patients can wear the smart gloves, and but at the same time, like they can play games like, which are pre-installed on the tablet, and once you wear the gloves, then all the motions that you're making with the glove on are recognized by the software. So, for example, you can virtually like squeeze your orange like as part of the game, or you can play catch ball, or you can you know do some cooking, and or you can you know pour some wine even <laughs> if you're in the mood. And these are like more simple day to day activities, but I know like how important it is. I guess like you know for anyone like who had a stroke before. And at the same time, like it's like you know, like it's well written on the wall that like only repetition makes it perfect. And then we want, but repetition is always not the most fun activity either. I mean, even from my own experience, it's like just like doing the sit up and sit back. It's it's pretty boring, and you don't you forgot like how many you did. So. We make the repetition part more engaging and more importantly, like, you know, measurable so that they can keep up with their rehab process more easily and, you know, more and more work or fun way. This is interesting to me because several years ago I did a research study where they were playing games with stroke survivors and, and they weren't really all games. But one of them was like doing laundry. I mean, you know, like how fun is that? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was. It was like you know, you somehow. I remember Mm -hmm. something about picking up the laundry out of the basket and putting it in the Mm -hmm. washer, and then you took it from the washer. You know, it would spin for like two minutes. Pick it up out of there, (laughs) put it in the you know dryer. And there was another thing that they did where it was a full body thing and it like mapped your body and then you did mm-hmm. movements and, and that may have been part of this laundry thing. It was all kind mm-hmm. of interesting. I mean, because years ago you couldn't do this. They couldn't tell you how you were moving or, or you couldn't see that you were doing these pretend things. Is this kind of what you're talking about there? That yes, and the only difference is that you're you get to do a lot of those day to day tasks, but everything happens in like you know like everything happens in virtual world. It's like okay. you know you're you see your hand you know like in action, and you're basically like squeezing the orange and. You yeah. get to see like how how your hand is you know like making that squeeze and I mean I never had a stroke but like I heard that like you know once the stroke happens then usually the patients like really want to see and like really want to see like how their hands are in action and then how everything was supposed to work because like brain is kind of like starting to relearn everything so. Right. You want to uh, visualize like how things work, and then like it starts with the uh, like calibration. So as long as like anyone has like you know minimal range of motion, like even with the uh, like small trigger of the uh, action, then you can still see your 
you know, like hands, like, you know, being on the move, like in, 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 in full scale, which is very important because like people just want to see like how things work like visually. So we wanted to uh, make that happen for stroke survivors. When we are trying to recuperate or recover to see that the hand is, is picking up the orange or whatever it is, and we want to mm-hmm. see how that's working because it's not working. So to see it and, and the, the eyes are seeing it, the body might feel it more. I mean, that's huge. I mean, there's, there's yeah. other factors I'm sure involved because I know that they mm-hmm. had things like tap my leg to tell me that's mm-hmm. the one needed to move. But, mm-hmm. but the more you did these things, the more the repetition, you were able to do it better each time because of, of these different things. And I can see where this would work for us. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's the repetition and it's doing it. It's also different than going to, rehab or, or to outpatient therapy and sitting there and, and doing, you know, the weights, a two pound weight up and down and over, you know, you don't see how that's going to help you where if you can be doing mm-hmm. something that you would do at home, you can, mm-hmm. you, you can feel it and see it. Yeah, that's exactly what we're trying to do. And especially like when, when you're a, when you're a cold patient, like when someone calls you a patient, then you get, pretty like sensitive it's like okay so i'm already like narrowing with something but then again you tell me that like, i got better then like but overall like if i just don't or if they say the other way around then i don't feel difference and tell me exactly like how i got better or how i got worse and then like what's uh what's the goal you know relate to that so this is around like this this, this kind of knowledge doesn't require a PhD degree so we, I, we really thought like it is very important to communicate more objective way with patients. So our device actually like captures all the range of motion and it delivers the results in terms of the range of motion in specific numbers and then shows you the trend. So so that like people can actually see okay, like gradually, slowly but surely, I'm getting better or you know or the other way around. There was a research published by Stanford in the Journal of Neurology in 2018, and it concluded that patients using the smart glove for home were highly satisfied with the experience and kept up with the at-home therapy sessions more than they would have with traditional therapy alone. Then you all have expanded your solutions to include smart boards and smart pegboards and, and other things. Yeah, Stanford was like nice enough and like and they're so curious about this kind of like devices and um, they're like really inquisitive about like inquisitive about the effectiveness of the you know device and they're like, you know, working on follow up studies right now. But anyways, sure, yeah, we did expand to uh, like other devices and once like once we became like very confident about the smart plus and then we knew there was a huge demand like for upper extremity or like shoulder and arm. So we came up with the uh, the next device and and also like fine motor skills and, and you, you kind of touched on this camp earlier, but hand eye work hand eye coordination and those kind of things, like it it was like a separate issue. So we developed the uh, smart pack board. And and lastly, you know, we're 
very emotionally attached to this idea, like more than business. Like you know, we've we've learned that there are so many like like you know stroke patients among the uh, like children. So like under age of ten, there's a lot of like kids like who who went through stroke or you know like lots of other neurological conditions. We really felt responsible for making something because like there's not a lot of options for pediatric or for kids. So we for them. For that reason, we invented smart kids, which is basically essentially the same thing as smart growth, but the pediatric version of it. Well, that's pretty cool because I knew that, like, when I was in rehab, there was a certain game that we played that had a bowling game on it. And for movement and just for fun also, they used this with me. It does help. And for kids, it that has got to be huge. To be able yeah, to do yeah, yeah. like that, you did work in gaming, the gaming software industry, and with the spina bifida. Do you think all of this has been a passion to come and do what you're doing now? Yeah, you know, my friend like suggested me this idea and that I thought was interesting. So we started like just checking out clinics and then listening, to, like started listening to people like working as therapists and surprisingly like you know 2010 you know United States and you know early 1980s in South Korea it was not too different so definitely like I my own experience like helped me a lot and yeah and the gaming background like yeah that 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 also helped me a lot like more for kind of like business reason you know like I kind of have, like, good idea of, you know, what to do and what not to do, like, when when using the game content. So that definitely helped me, like, a lot. What are your plans for the future? We already, like, made a baby step. We're, we're trying to uh, make the technology available for people who are battling against, like, disability can an individual buy your product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to home.neofect.com, like home.neofect.com, and then, you know, they can leave their information and our consultants always get back to them. Or they can just, like, pull our company and, yeah, like, they can, they can just, like... How is your product different from anything else on the market and mm-hmm. your term strategy? Yeah, um, we're the company that's exclusively using the game contents when it comes to like the hand rehabilitation. So all the uh, like exercises are related to games, which use the uh, daily activities of living, you know, like related contents. And also, it's everything's measurable. So. Like not only like not only the user can just have fun, but at the same time we deliver the results of the um, you know like the, the rehabilitation, and we also provide the uh, evaluation session like you know like like every X number of sessions so that like they can see like how much exactly like that they're you know like making progress and. Lastly, ours is probably the most portable device 
like you know, like on the market in the states, and it just like it just requires. I mean, we the tablet is part of the package that that we sell, and then it's just like small iPad size tablet, and then the the smart glove, which which is actually lighter than any iPhone. It's like four and a half ounce, and it's very easy to carry around, and so it's you know like it, it it's it's extremely just portable. Our strategy is like we're gonna like pay like top attention to the uh, like customer experience like from now on. I mean, apparently yeah. like customer experience like has been critical part of us, but going forward, this is the time that we really like start listening to like customer voice of customer and then like change a lot of things even entirely like around the voice of customers. So I mean like. Now that I have like thousands of customers like at home, and like nothing matters more than like how about the product, so we're just like trying to like just acquire top talent like from all over, and then make the process like all focused on the uh, customer experience, not you know based on our internal you know like experience. So that's the biggest strategy, and I mean it's it's very easy to be said, but. It's really yeah. hard to be done. Like it always, like keeps me <laughs> up at night. And but yeah, I guess like that's the uh, the biggest you know like homework that we're just trying to get better with. You know, our motto is we inspire hope. Like just like our motto, like like we really hope to become a company that can mean something like for 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 everybody like or like even like including like anyone who's not using our device but battling against the uh, against the uh, disability so last year like we like we went public we went on IPO so we're a public company and so this simply means that you know like we we have a lot more resource now well Scott you've actually inspired me because I love companies like this that work for people with disabilities, not just stroke, but any type of disability that can help them recover or even just get that one step ahead. So you're like number one on my list. I do want to thank you for being with us today. Just everyone, just remember this is Scott Kim, and he is the CEO of NeoFact USA. Just web address is neofact.com N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, O as in Oscar, F as in Frank, C as in Edward, C as in Cat, T as in Tom.com N-E-O-F-E-C-T.com Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Hand in Hand Show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to keep the discussion going, Please join Stroke Focus, the social media website dedicated to stroke survivors and caregivers. The website address is https colon backslash backslash www.strokefocus.net. Stroke Focus is S T R O K E. F-O-C-U-S. Stroke Focus is a part of Wohala, which in Mandarin means I have survived. 
If you wish to be a part of the show or would like to be interviewed as part of the show, please contact us at contact at strokefocus.net.